work and labor with the kids. And uh, so this morning, thank you to all of them uh, that are working and laboring continually with them. Those of you that's going to class, feel free to do so at this time. And those of you in the sanctuary today, we're going to just prepare to go into the word of the Lord. If you have your Bibles with you, Proverbs chapter number 29. Proverbs 29 is where we're going to begin this morning. And uh, as you're turning there, let me say once again thank you to everyone who supported and helped us uh, this past week as we've, uh, the first part of this past week, we did uh, spin in Tennessee, uh, Mount Juliet, uh, just outside of Nashville. Had a great trip, uh, great, uh, great time of working together. Uh, with men and women of faith and uh, had the opportunity to minister with individuals as well as be a blessing. We served a lot of food and uh, worked and labored uh, with, with individuals there. Please continue to pray for that part of our nation. Uh, they are in a place and a time of rebuilding, a time of great difficulty for many of them. And uh, a special thank you to Brother Alvin, Brother Wade, uh, and Sister Becca, as well as uh, Brother Logan. Uh, those are the guys and gals that went with us as, along with several others from some of the other churches and uh, it was wonderful to just work with them and uh, we say thank you for your efforts and everybody that donated and things like that that made that happen. So please continue to pray for them. Lots of, it's not a recovery that's going to be done in a week or two but we're talking about years uh, and it's so widespread and, but please remember those, those individuals. But this morning, if you have your Bibles with you, chapter 29 of the book of Proverbs, verse number 25 is where we're going to begin our time together this morning. And if the Lord would help me, I'm going to minister for a few moments today on simply the removal of fear. The removal of fear. It says, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be saved. The fear of man bringeth a snare. But whoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be saved. One individual said it like this. It is a dangerous thing to fear man rather than to obey and trust God. I believe that's a true statement this morning. The absence of faith always gives birth to fear. It is simply fear that brings a snare, while it is faith that brings safety. And if there's safety, then there's security. And if there's security, then there is peace. And if there is peace, then there is rest. How many knows today that rest is needed? You will never have calm without rest. Our current unrest today is simply due to the absence of of trust and faith in Christ a nation that once trusted now no longer knows the one that we used to trust we have a generation that does not know God nor do they know the mighty works that he has done it is not their fault today but it is the fault of the men and women of faith that remain silent when the Lord said we was to be sounding the alarm I want to say to you this morning, there must be a return to the word in this hour within the church because we have been given an opportunity today in the midst of darkness and we cannot afford to waste it. Matthew 28 19 is still something that we must live by, go into the nations of the world. We are instructed to simply be aware of the times in which we live. And Matthew 16 and 3 says you can discern certain things in the natural by looking at the sky, but, but yet you can't discern what time or season you're in. It is with great confidence, however, this morning that I stand before you. And I can say this without hesitation, that we are living in the days that is leading up to the return of Jesus Christ for his church. That means they are glorious days. That means they're exciting days. That means they are days that we are to be celebrating the things of God, not be burying our head in the sand. According to Scripture, it is in this time that we would see certain things, yes. Let me give you just a few of those things that the Bible tells us we will see in the days that's leading up to his return. There would be a great falling away. 
There would be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. There'd be an increase in wars and rumors of wars. There would be famines. There'd be earthquakes. There would be pestilence or diseases. All of this is currently taking place today. Not just across the globe, but they are ever so quickly coming to our nation that we thought we would never experience. I must remind you today that it is, was by faith that the elders obtained a good report, 11, Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 2. And mind you that without it, faith that is, it is impossible to please him. Hebrews 11, 6 says, but without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Can I pause there this morning and ask you, have you been diligently seeking? If you have not been diligently seeking, then it is safe to say that there is anxiousness and uncertainties and fear that's trying to attach itself to you. A powerful question is asked in the following passage. If you was to read in your Bibles, Luke chapter number 18, verses 1 through 8, you would read of a parable of an unjust judge that was in a city. And this judge, he says that he feared not God, nor he regarded man. But there was a certain widow in that city that came to him and said, Avenge me of my adversary. And this judge, he simply said this, he said, while I don't fear God and while I don't regard man, this woman, if we can use modern day language, this woman is driving me crazy because she continually comes and says, avenge me. So he says, I will. But when you read on, you find that it says, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night before him? But then in verse number eight of that, he says, nevertheless, however, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? I want to ask you today, are we men and women that are full of faith today? Let me take us back to Proverbs 29 and 25. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Can I remind you that faith is the very foundation of the Christian life. One of the very first words of the gospel is believe. We know according to Hebrews eleven six that he that cometh to God must believe that he is God. But Romans 1 and 17 also tells us that the just shall live by faith. We also know that according to Romans 10 and 4 that faith comes by hearing. What are we listening to today? You see, we are in a place in our culture today where fear is abounding and we must remember that every believer is given a measure of faith, but that measure of faith is not one and done, but it is a seed that can be developed and grown and we find uh, Matthew 6 talks about little faith Matthew 8 talks about great faith but James chapter 2 and verse 2 talks about perfect faith but then we find that 1 Corinthians 13 talks about all faith so we are men and women that are not just men and women of faith but we are men and women that can continually grow and develop in faith and how many knows that it is faith that is able to remove fear? So therefore, we must always remember it is the word that grows the faith and it is the word that also casts out fear. Hebrews 12 and 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, it is in times and seasons of uncertainty that we must not look to man, but we must always look to him. For he is not just the beginning but he is also the end of our faith. This morning, while our nation is in a place of uncertainty and the nations of the world is full of uncertainty today, I must remind you that 
nothing that is going on today has caught our God by surprise. But I will go as far as to tell you this morning that the things that he has not orchestrated is the things that he has allowed because he has a plan. Over the last several weeks, standing in this platform, I have ministered and shared many things. And I began to reflect on some of those things that I have ministered concerning the hour and the season that we find ourselves in. Over the last 12 weeks, many things that I could go back and reflect upon, but in the middle of January, I stood in this platform and I shared a message concerning the state of our union. Some of you may remember that message. But there's a few things that I resurrected from that because there were some things that God put in my spirit concerning where we are and where we was headed and where we are currently finding ourselves. And I want to revisit them very quickly this morning. In the middle of January, I felt like the Lord began to speak into my spirit and said that our attitude towards this present season must be one of great sensitivity. And that means that we are to be men and women that are very much aware of what God is speaking and what God is desiring to do. I also began to speak and share with you in that, in that time that there must be an awakening towards spiritual matters and spiritual things. I continued to share with you that I sensed in my spirit that which God was speaking, that there was getting ready to be a dramatic change, of course, that was coming. And I felt like the Lord said that we were going to experience a night or a winter season. You can revisit that message if you would like. Our values would be attacked. Faith would be persecuted and liberty would be strategically attacked as well as there was an economic disruption that would come suddenly that would cause panic and has the potential to trigger violence in this nation. I do not share those things with you to bring harm and fear to you. But I also believe, and I still believe this, as I said then, I will say it again today, ministries will be removed from the landscape if we are not careful. Today, we find that our nation is at a grinding halt this morning. We may have difference of opinions of how and why we got here. Does it really matter to me? All I know is today that we're finding ourselves for the first time in a very, very long time in this nation where our coliseums are empty. Nobody has their face painted for their favorite team. Churches are sitting with their doors shuttered. Our shelves are empty. And politicians are using it to their advantage. while panic and chaos is everywhere around us. Let me remind you that fear paralyzes while faith brings liberty and freedom. Amen. This morning, we are going to have to make a decision, not just today, but in the days ahead, of who and what are we really going to put our trust in. I'm here to tell you this morning that I will just simply speak the words that Joshua spoke and you can do what you will with it. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord because in him is no fear, but in him is the blessed assurance. In him, there is a peace and a calm that passes all understanding. In him is still salvation. In him is still deliverance. In him is still more than enough. So today, as we standing in a place as a nation, notice with me, there is much that can be learned from the words of David concerning his life and how he was to walk through some very difficult times. And for the sake of time this morning, I will not read all of it, but 2 Samuel chapter number 22, you will find that David begins to speak unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all of his enemies and out of the hand of Saul.
Notice the first part of the words of this song. He said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my high tower, my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. When the waves of death compassed me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. But in my distress, I called upon the Lord. And I cried to my God, and he did hear my voice out of his temple. And my cry did enter into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven moved and shook because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also when he came down and darkness was under his feet. He rode up on a cherub and did fly and he was seen upon the wings of the wind. And he made darkness pavilions around about him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. Through the brightness before him were coals of fire kindled. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice. And he sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning and discomfited them. And the channels of the sea appeared, and the foundations of the world were discovered. At the rebuking of the Lord, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils, he sent from above. He took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from strong enemy and from them that hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. Uh, he delivered me uh, because he delighted in me. Also, we find that David said in Psalms 18, 1 and 2, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust uh, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Amen. He did not stop there. But if you go to Psalms 91, verse number 1, he said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noiseless of pestilence. Uh, he shall cover thee with his feathers uh, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor the, for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Uh, this morning can I tell you, uh, there has got to be a man and a woman uh, that begins to understand Proverbs. 29 and 25 uh, that the fear of man brings a snare uh, but whosoever put his trust in the Lord uh, shall be safe uh, can I tell you this morning while the world is going crazy around us uh, while it's full of uncertainty uh, listen I'm not saying that we ignore uh, the, the conversations and the wisdom uh, of men uh, concerning certain things uh, we are to be men and women of wisdom uh, but also we are to be men and women of faith uh, and we have to understand in this season uh, and in this hour uh, if we are men and women of faith uh, we will be men and women that are being led by the Holy Spirit of God uh, and the Holy Spirit of God uh, he shows us things that was uh, and things that are uh, and things that are to come
come. Uh, that means this. Uh, when I am a man of faith, uh, I am man of action. Uh, I am not somebody that sits down, uh, but I am somebody that puts on the whole armor of God. Uh, I am somebody that does not sit in silence, uh, but I am somebody that begins to decree and declare uh, that this is the year of the Lord. Uh, when I am a man of faith, uh, I stand with my shoulders back uh, and will stand and tell you that my God is still more than enough. Uh, he is one that is able to deliver uh, and set free. Uh, I will tell you that while the nations of the world is shaking, uh, while the political heads are spinning, uh, there is a God that says uh, that I am still in complete control. Uh, listen, uh, I don't have to be anxious this morning. Uh, I don't have to settle uh, for a fist bump or an elbow bump, uh, but I can stand uh, and I can still touch uh, and I can still move uh, by the unction of the Holy Spirit uh, and nothing uh, is able to harm me. Why? Uh, it's because uh, God is still more than enough. <laughs> Listen, my friend. David understood. He said, there's been multiple things that's come and tried to take me out. Uh, there's been many enemies that's tried to dethrone me. Uh, there's been many that's tried to keep me from my rightful place. Uh, but there was nothing uh, that was able to defeat me uh, because I had a God uh, that delighted in me. Uh, what he was simply saying is the good shepherd uh, that I told you about in chapter 23 uh, is the one uh, that has sustained me, uh, went before me, and protected me me uh, in the early dawn uh, and even in the darkest of night. This morning, while a nation is uncertain, notice with me, Paul understood the importance of telling the next generation to be who God ordained them to be. He's writing to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 6 and verse number 7. He says, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. What he was saying to Timothy is he said, listen, I know that you're in a state where there's all kinds of stuff going on around you. I understand that there's things that may seem bigger than you. Uh, maybe there's things that you don't even understand. But one thing that you do understand is that day when my hands was laid upon you, uh, there was something that was imparted in you that changed your life forever. And don't you dare let that lay dormant. Uh, but you reach down in the midst of the darkest of times and you stir it up. Uh, and you know this, uh, that God didn't give you a spirit of fear. Listen, uh, when something comes into your life and tells you uh, you need to back up, uh, oh, you better not do that. Uh, listen, uh, that is the enemy trying to get you off your focus uh, and I'm here to tell you in the midst of the darkest of times uh, there is an illuminating light called the gospel message of Jesus Christ uh, that is able to still do uh, what needs to be done uh, but there has got to be the removal of fear from the hearts of men uh, and that only happens when faith is present in our lives today I ask you the question I ask you the question this morning is faith abounding in your life? You see, today, I believe that there is a desperate need for a calm to take place in the hearts of humanity. You and I cannot allow ourselves as men and women of faith to become anxious. Matthew 6.33 simply tells us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, all these other things will be added unto you. Listen, that hasn't changed, my friend. It hasn't changed. Know this, this morning we have a source that is greater than anything the kingdom of darkness can bring about in the lives of men. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world that has not changed. He is still going before us, and he is still providing light for our journey. He is still our shelter. He is still our protector. He is still a strong tower that we can run into. He is still our healer and our deliverer. Or I could simply say it this way, he is still God. Yes. 
and nothing can separate us from him. Notice 29 and 25 of Proverbs simply says that whoever puts his trust in the Lord, they might be safe. No, it says they shall be safe. What, what are we talking about? It means that when we trust in him, we are relying completely on him. It has nothing to do with us. We're relying upon his strength, upon his integrity, upon his ability. To be safe simply means to be secure, free from hurt, free from injury, free from pain, free from danger, free from risk. Notice, there's men and women in this room today that you battle with the spirit of fear, and I don't make light of that because it's a very real issue. There are some today that's fearful of failure, fearful of rejection. There are others that's fearful of their gift, fearful of their calling, fearful of their past. And yes, even now in this culture, in this moment of time in history, there are those that are fearful of sickness and disease. Those are all real things today. But notice with me, David understood it as well in Psalms 91, and we read it. He said, a thousand can fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but he said, it, it can't come nigh thee. Listen. While we're on this side of heaven, we're going to go through some stuff. I'm not going to stand here and tell you we're not. We're going to go through some stuff. But also know that we have to understand that in that statement is we're going through the stuff. So we're not going to sit and wait for death to come to us, but we're going to stand and we're going to proclaim that Jesus is Lord because he's delivered us not one time not two times but he has delivered us multitudes of times he's went before us before listen if it was not for his goodness for his grace for his mercy you and i would not be sitting here today but because of his victory at calvary you and i today are able to sit here in a place of victory this morning, please understand that while the world is shaking, the church can stand in confidence and know that no weapon formed against them can prosper. Today, this is the day the Lord has made. In his word, it says we are to rejoice and be glad in it. Why are you going to allow the enemy to remove that opportunity from your life? You see, today, we have got to be men and women that doesn't just trust him with our lips, but we trust him with our hearts and our lives. We today find ourselves in a time where God is still faithful. Earlier this past week, as we was in the midst of all of the destruction, homes utterly destroyed, when the storm came through at 2 o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning, people was in bed. But you look and you're looking at a war zone and you find that in subdivision after subdivision, they would, the, 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 the response was that there was no death here. That's what we heard continually. There was no death here. But we could read, uh, hear the stories of those that we come in contact with that, well, we jumped in the bathtub, but yet then they was thrown from their home 50 feet, 100 feet, but yet they had no markings on them. And God was faithful. Do you hear me? 
glass fine, everything been splintered, but yet man emerges from the rubble unscathed, not because man is invincible, but because God puts a hedge of protection around those that have faith and trust in him. You hear this preacher this morning. Do not allow the enemy to paralyze you. But in the moment that we find ourselves, it is an opportune time for a man or a woman to begin to sing the songs of Zion and to share with the nation that he's still faithful. I'm sure all of you have seen the madness. Nobody's cooked this much in probably 50 years. There's probably more burnt food today than there has been for 50 years. People don't know how to use their ovens. They're about to find out, I guess. I don't know what it's about. It's crazy. Walk through the stores, and it's like, oh, my Lord. I don't understand it. They went past the good stuff. There were still Oreo cookies and bags of chips. They, they, nobody even got that stuff. They left it there. I don't understand that. That's effortless food. That's comfort food, and they just panicked. They just... They're, they're so messed up in their way of thinking, they went to the frozen food section. I mean, I, I don't understand. But at the same time, isn't it amazing how just a few statements been put in the atmosphere can change the atmosphere of a nation? So if that can create what we've seen in the last 48 hours... How much more powerful do you think your words are if they are anointed by God? If the words of men can create that, how much more do you think we can create in the spiritual realm if we are men and women of faith that stand and speak without doubt, but by the unction of the Holy Spirit? Listen, you and I today have the ability to be agents that remove fear. But you and I are going to have to be men and women that doesn't give place to a spirit of fear in our lives. Amen. And it's going to take more than you just going to church to do that. Because faith comes by hearing. Not just hearing anything but hearing the word. Now, it's, it's, it's wonderful that you come and you hear the, pe the, the, the preacher preach and spit all over you and all of that. That's, that's wonderful. But how many knows that sometimes you can hear much more clearly when you just steal yourself and you pick up the words that he's already spoken and you let them begin to resonate in your spirit. You see, in this season, while everything going on around us, you can't use the excuse that you don't have time because they done cleared your schedule. You won't let me clear it, but they cleared it. So you have no excuse right now in this season. You hear me? You're not running 50 million places tomorrow. Some of you probably don't even have to get dressed tomorrow. You can stay all day in your PJs. If that's you, there's plenty of work around here to do. Just say it. But there's no reason for you not to get to a place where right now you can begin to grow in faith. Because what the enemy doesn't realize he did, he just positioned the church to get to a place where they can become stronger than they've ever been. But the question is, are you going to take advantage of the opportunity? Doesn't the word of the Lord say everything that he meant for evil, he does what? He brings to good. So, so you might be somebody who says, well, I just have a little faith. Do you know what? Your little faith can go to a place of great faith. 
You may say, well, I, I'm at a place where I have great faith. Do you realize you're in a place right now where you can transition into, into perfect faith or you can go into a place of all faith? Well, how in the world can I do that? It's because right now you have been given an opportunity to spend time along with God that you have not had for months and years. And therefore, if you will come and begin to be somebody that is a partaker of the word, and you say, God, I'm coming to you today because you say that it is the word. Uh, and Lord, I'm asking that your word would be made alive in my life uh, because I don't want to be somebody that's stricken with fear, but I want to be somebody that begins to push back fear. And I know that I have to be a man or woman of faith in order to do that. Uh, so listen, I'm calling you to a place of the word of God. And watch what God will do in this season because can I tell you, when somebody begins to put their trust in him, in the midst of everything else, uh, there begins to be an, uh, an awakening in your spirit. Uh, and when there begins to be an awakening in your spirit, guess what? Uh, the songs begins to return. Uh, the joy begins to return. Uh, clarity begins to come. Uh, and you may just find out all of the stuff you've been doing wasn't really all that important anyway. The most important thing that you and I can be right now is to be the church that God's called us to be, a city that's setting on a hill, a light that is illuminating in darkness, to be the salt of the earth, to make people thirsty for him. How do I do that? It's the number one, I have to remove the fear from my life. And I can only do that by putting the word in my life because it is then that I began to grow in faith. Amen. So today, I'm going to bring this to a close this morning as they come to the music. What is your attitude towards this present situation? I believe today that there is an attempt in many different manners to strike fear in the hearts of humanity. I believe today that across the globe there is real issues. Humanity is under an attack. I do not disregard that. I do not stand here insensitive to the issues that we're facing. Oftentimes people began to try to compare. Say, well, this isn't as bad as this and that isn't as bad as that. Listen, understand over the last 20 years, there's been lots of things come and go. Some of you might remember Y2K. Some of you might remember H1N1 in 2009. The list goes on and on. We could talk about a lot of different things today. I will tell you this, the, the virus that we are currently dealing with, it really is a real virus and it really is something that has the potential to bring harm to humanity and I will tell you this it's really real it's really brought a lot of pain because in certain nations across the globe there's been untold hundreds that has died from it and therefore they all left family the loss of life is something that cannot be sneezed at something that's disturbing I don't get into conspiracy theories but I will tell you that we're in a day today where life doesn't have much value to many people but every life is still valuable in the sight of God whether it's born or unborn you hear me while there's many things that takes the life of humanity every day whether it be addictions whether it be accidents whether it be medical malpractice 
whether it be alcoholism the list could go on and on we could but here's the reality a very vast majority of humanity that takes their last breath today will will step into hell they won't step into a place called heaven and they'll, they'll enter that place not because it was prepared for them but simply because of the simple fact that they have rejected the things of God so therefore the Great Commission is still our commission we find that all throughout Scripture and all throughout history all the way up to present day God has called men called women to be his hands and feet a few have gave everything and have followed him and have touched their generations but untold thousands have struggled with the spirit of fear that has kept them from fulfilling their God-given purpose and today if we're not careful we will allow the uncertainties of our day and the fear of rejection of men to keep us from being who God has ordained us to be in this season in this hour but right now what we need is to experience a removal of fear for such a time as this God has allowed you and I to be his hands and his feet For such a time as this you and I have been given an opportunity to not just touch a community but to touch a world the only way we'll do it is if we become men and women of faith where we put our faith and trust in him don't allow the fear of man to bring a snare to you what is a snare it is a device that often consists of a noose where you put it around the neck of a thing or an individual it captures and it limits and entraps and entangles us where we're not able to move about and to fulfill that which we're called to do and to be don't allow yourself to be called into a snare today but position yourself to experience all that God has for you and let's turn a world upside down by simply just being men and women of faith this morning as we stand all over this house I'm gonna pray with you pray for you this morning I will restate this morning just a couple of things there must be an awakening towards spiritual matters I personally believe that we're in the season at a time where there is a dramatic change of course I believe we're at the early stages of that we do not know how long this state of emergency will last in our nation we do not know how long a winter season will last but I will say this that after every winter season there is a spring you may not have paid too much attention yet but those of you that have flower gardens and things of that nature there's there's some things sticking up out of the ground right yet you haven't seen their beauty yet but you're on the brink of their beauty and there's some things that's happening right now in the spiritual realm and everybody's just focusing on the darkness but I'm going to tell you something out of out of this darkness there's getting ready to be a reemerging of some beauty Amen. and I don't want you to be full of fear this morning but I want you to understand that God's doing something new there's some flowers that's getting ready to bloom that's never bloomed 
there's some buds that's been under the soil that nobody's ever saw their beauty yet, but it's getting ready to emerge. And the landscape is going to be totally different. Liberties are been restricted to some degree in this nation. But there is getting ready to be a spiritual liberty brought to the body of Christ that is going to change the landscape in this season. The sudden disruption of our economy that has caused panic we don't know where this thing is going to end, but can I tell you that as men and women of God, it's not our source, but there is a storehouse in heaven. You hear me, saints of God. There's a storehouse in heaven that's not got empty shelves this morning. But there is an abundant supply for everything that you may have need of this morning. Amen. We are going to see some things in, re in, the, in the future, in the very near future, I believe, that may be alarming and may be unsettling. But the remnant of God's people is getting ready to experience a closeness of the shepherd. Like we have never seen. I feel like telling somebody, don't you be afraid of what you might see in your valley. When the world is saying it's death all around you, can I tell you, I sit in my spirit and I see in the spirit that there is, a, there is a good shepherd that is preparing a table. And there is getting ready to be a, 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 a putting, uh, pulling back of chairs, so to speak, and a sitting down at a table of, uh, of more than enough for men and women that are operating in faith. This morning, I refuse to be silent, but I stand to declare over you this morning that for the one that will trust in him and only him, there is about to be an, a presence come. It's going to bring a calm and an assurance. So today, do not be fearful. Because let me give you this word, and we're going to pray. Every word of God is pure. And He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. So maybe you're here today and you're anxious. Maybe you're here today and you just feel fear of the unknown. When we simply call out to him, he is faithful. And today, Let's experience the closeness of Him in a season like maybe you've never been before. Know this today, that He's still saying, Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He has rest. He has physical rest. He has spiritual rest. He has the ability to give you emotional rest today. But you just have to be willing to come near to Him. He says, I stand at the door and I knock. 
He says, if you'll open unto me, I'll come in and I'll sit with you, I'll sup with you. I'll, I'll dwell with you. I want to ask you, who, who's sitting at your table today? Is fear sitting at your table? Or is the one that's able to bring peace and rest, is he sitting at your table today? Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning, just for a moment. Today, as we're standing here together, you'd say, Pastor Russell, I've been a little anxious. I've been a little overwhelmed. Maybe I've even had a little bit of fear. I'm just going to ask you to lift your hand and slide it right back down. God bless you. 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 Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. As they minister in song right now, those of you that raised your hand, I want to ask you to come and stand across the front of this building this morning. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for you. I believe you're going to leave from this house today. And I believe you're going to leave across here with the peace, with the rest. Because he's desiring, he's desiring to meet you at your point of need today. Those of you that lifted your hands, won't you step from your seat right now as they just began to minister in song. Won't you come? stand or kneel however you want to around this altar today but I want to pray with you I want to pray for you God is still in control this morning those of you that are standing men and women of God this morning I'm going to ask you just to come and stand behind those that are standing and kneeling I'm going to ask you to stand behind them and just pray how the Lord leads you how the Lord guides you. We're going to pray for the removal of fear. We're just going to pray for the strength of God just to be that which they need this morning. God bless you as they minister in song.